Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Jenna Cameron, John Ritchie, it is 94 WIP. It's also a rainy day. But that's all right, because I'm about to uh, about to give myself, and, and maybe no one else. I mean, maybe my mom, my girlfriend. Read that uh, was Erica called yesterday. Yes. I think she was into it. We know Doris has called in the past. Big fan of yours. Look, there's three. Mark of- in Delaware. There's a few. Okay, there's that's five known humans that actually root for me and beat the hammer. <laughs> Otherwise, the uh, the crew is stacked against me. But it's all right because normally I plow through and win anyway. Unfortunately, I have not lately. To the tune of uh, three losses in my last four. Now, overall, obviously, the record is beyond splendid. 204 wins, 34 losses. Looking to get off to a good start here in 2023. By the way, we welcome Devin Caney to the show. This is the first time Devin's going to be here and beat the hammer. Is that correct? Yes, first time in person witnessing this. I'm excited. What a um, thrill. Nervous? Like, I don't know what to expect. Joe, I know you take this very seriously. I throw pens sometimes, so just yeah. know if it comes over in that direction, duck. I know I was in one Friday, and I was asked to actually stay out of the studio until it was over. Yes. Because I didn't want to say hello. I mean, the simple truth is I didn't want to say hi and niceties before it beat the hammer. He's too intense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, do you think Tom Brady's going to, you know, be doing, you know, uh, meet and greets, you know, one minute before kickoff? No, it's it's not going to happen. All right, let's play a little game we call Beat the Hammer. Beat the Hammer. It's time for Beat the Hammer. On Sports Radio 94 WIP. All righty, and we have a $50 gift card today to Burger King on the line for Beat the Hammer with Coke Zero uh, Sugar, now available at Burger King. Have it your way with a Whopper sandwich, BK Royal Crispy Chicken, or chicken fries. Don't forget the fries or the onion rings. Get a nice cold Coke Zero Sugar at participating Burger King restaurants. All right, our Beat the Hammer contestant today, his name is Paul. He hails from West Grove. Hello, Paul. Paulie, Paul, Uh-oh. just a great start. Just not, Paul, not there. All right, that's a shame. James, I don't know what our procedure is here. I guess we go to one of the other callers on the line. And is that a forfeit? Either though? that or just first caller to call in now. What would you prefer? So I am intrigued by Can what Devin, hold get... on. Devin Caney with a tremendous idea. Hmm. It was a forfeit. No. By the audience. That's I not mean, it. And Devin, I my no question. Devin, no next you might get you might get Richie's ire. I'm it, telling you. It's possible that Paul's phone dropped. <laughs> I mean, have look, I can just save my questions for next week. Take the week off. I'm good with that. Uh, <laughs> all right, James. Let's go to can just you get him. Well, he's gone His now. I put dropped. him. I put him on hold. So James. someone calling in right now. Should I just take whoever it is right now on the contest sure. line? Sure. Whoever this human is, this masked man. Whoever or a woman, whoever this person is, will be the competitor. I like how John. Someone just sprung to action and said, "I'm going to call in. I'm going to beat the hammer." Look, I that I, someone is Connor, and he's on the line now. All right, all right. Well, let's talk to Connor. So, Connor, you slid in there. Hello, sir. Hi. How's it going? You are. Um, Was not expecting that. What's the word, Neither John? He's. Uh, what, what am I trying to go for here? Someone who, I don't know. You, you resourceful. Yeah. You found a way to get yourself in to beat the hammer. Somebody sees an opportunity and grabs it. You do. Now you got a shot to grab a $50 Burger King gift card. How are you, uh, Connor, on sports trivia? Pretty good. Okay. Well, I'm, ex- I'm exceptional, just so you know. I'm also okay, going to yeah. uh, strut into the soundproof booth, and I'll also wish you good luck because uh, I'm a, a gentleman and a scholar. Good luck. Thank you. Okay. He just gave himself a lot of compliments. Sure there. did. In one sentence. Well, he was, was just comparing himself hard to, to Tom do. Brady yeah, Tom prior Brady. to that. You know, just gentleman, scholar. He is strutting. 
He's not doing the George Jefferson. Thank God. Anymore. No, he's lost three out of four. It would be pretty embarrassing <laughs> to do that at that point. <laughs> All right. He's almost there. Slowly but surely making his way into the soundproof roof. Here we go. All right, Connor, he is safely ensconced in the soundproof booth, though you're able to beat them. I am ready. All right, here we go. Our category for the week as we embark on the 2022-2023 NFL playoffs, we're going to recap the season. The 2022 NFL season is our category for today. You ready to roll? Yeah. All right, here we go. Clock will start as soon as the first question is finished being asked. Question number one. Brian Dable and Doug Peterson are two of five head coaches this season who took their team to the playoffs in their first year as head coach of that team. Name one of the other three. O'Connell, Minnesota. Two teams finished the season with a winning record but did not make the playoffs. Name one of them. Pittsburgh. Patrick Mahomes is one of four quarterbacks who threw for over 4,500 yards this season. Name one of the other three. Josh Allen. Who was the first head coach fired during the season? Oh, um. Oh, da, 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 da. Um, pass. The Bears were one of two teams in the NFC who won four games or less. Name the other. Arizona. First coach fired. Oh, my God. Um, oh, Matt Rule. Boom! Wow. Nice job. Just Four under the clock five. right there. That was a great job, Connor. Connor, Connor jumping Thank in. You. Yeah, buddy. All Thank right. you, Connor. Connor. I, think you, I think you got a real chance here, buddy. Hang <laughs> in. Could we go to a tiebreaker. sharp. Very good job. We're going to put Connor on over. We're going to weave in. I Let's think he's tone winning. it down. Let's rein it in. All right, all right, all right. Bring him in. Poker slowly, face. Slowly making his way back into the studio. Taking his time. Not like we're doing a live radio show wow, here or anything like that. he really is walking slowly. Yeah, I know. I know. Slower than ever. It's pretty rude to the people, you know, doing a radio show, but it's all good. We'll You fill. guys don't know what just happened. Oh, really? Yeah. What just happened? So, I hope it threw you off your game. It did. It did. Well done. Applause to whoever's in that So the soundproof booth is soundproof for external news, uh, noise. I can't hear anything outside the room, right? So I don't know what's going on during Beat the Hammer. But there can be humans in there. And there were two humans, one Jack Fritz, the other Rod Lakin. Rod Lakin's our program director, Jack Fritz, obviously, from the afternoon show. Those guys were just killing me on how bad I've been doing lately in Pizza oh, Hammer. Oh to the point where I was compared, my recent stretch, they said I should have retired at 200, and they compared me to Michael Jordan with the Washington Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Washed up. Yeah. Wow. So okay. I, I was like, guys, I, mean, I, I can't say I disagree, you know, with the well, reason. I can't just... either lately, but I'm just saying that did not infuse me with the proper sense I of. I like, you're in the right headspace for this. This right is now. a disaster. It's about to be four out of five at this rate. Oh, my God. All right, this Connor guy, how did he do? Connor from Northeast Philly. You ready? I'm curious. How did he do? I'm sure you are curious. Yeah. All right, let's go. All right, category for the week as we. <sighs> Head into the... Oh, by the way, can I just say quickly, sure, sure. Stephen A. Smith will be with us at yes. 1230 today. I, I had meant to um, promote that more earlier. Stephen A. with us in about 25 minutes. Looking forward to talking to him. All right, James, go ahead. All right, as we head into the playoffs, we're going to wrap up the season. The 2022 NFL season is our category for the week. Okay. Roll. Sure. Here we go. Okay. Question number one. Yep. Brian Dable and Doug Peterson are two of five head coaches this season who took their team to the playoffs in their first year as head coach of that team. Wow. Name one of the other three. Um... I'll come back to that. Two teams finished the season with a winning record but did not make the playoffs. Name one of them. Two teams finished with a winning record but did not make the playoffs. Wow. I'll say, wow. Damn. Uh, I'll come back to that. Patrick Mahomes is one of four quarterbacks who threw for over 4,500 yards this season. Name one of the other three. Burrow. Mm. Who was the first head coach fired during the season? Um, uh, his name is uh, former Temple guy, Rule. The Bears were one of two teams in the NFC who won four games or less. Name the other. Four games or less from the NFC? Correct. Um, mm, mm, mm. Um, well, I am really at an impasse here. First-year coach to make the playoffs, I'll say uh, Miami got McDaniel. Time. <laughs> a four to three victory for Connor. The last wow! Game. You should have taken the forfeit, Joe. Unbelievable! Woo-hoo! 
Wow. I mean, so for those who can't see, which is everyone but us, Joe is literally hanging his head in shame right now. Oh, By the way, you said 4-3. Did I only get two? I, well, you got that last one. Yeah, right. McDaniel barely got right. the last one. Well, McDaniel was right. Right, McDaniel and Rule. What else did I get? Oh, you're right. 4-2. <laughs> Just brutal. Oh my god. <laughs> Just brutal. That's not even worse than I thought. Yikes. Yeah. Should I retire? Connor. Devin, should, I, should I retire? Uh no. It's always there's always time for a comeback season. You know, look at Tom Brady. He retired, then he came out of it. So. Yeah, but he stinks. Uh, he's not good uh, anymore. He's getting better. I think we'll be he also Cowboys. never really retired. <laughs> I did I did hang my head. My head, my head got it right down. My head got hung in shame. How about Sheer this? How about we bring domination. in the guy who just stole how did the win? Joe, how, did Joe, how did Joe Burrow not have 4,500 yards? I don't know, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Did he miss he some played games? one less game, yeah. obviously. What in That's the world? Yeah, All right, this, this guy, Con- Connor. J- Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, and Kirk Cousins. The Lions <laughs> and the Steelers, the two teams that went 9-8 and eight but didn't make the playoffs. Kevin O'Connell, Mike McDaniel, Todd Bowles. Well, I got, yeah. So, Arizona Cardinals. Connor, just <laughs> just wrap it up, man. Just say something, and then I'm going to hang up. It's important to stay humble. Oh, what a man. Maybe next time. <laughs> That's what you do. That is damn impressive. Connor, do you know? Let me let me say something, Connor. We've been doing Beat the Hammer for about five and a half years. Do you know how many people have wanted to be in your position? And here's what I mean by that. And I'm being honest. You all, meaning the four of you that have beat me in the last five times, and you specifically, Connor, you have brought me to my knees. Like, I'm done. I'm done. No, I'm done. Yeah. So, now, Connor, I find it interesting that you don't want to gloat much, which means you were raised the right way. But, so, that's it? She's winning with class over here. I'm kind of laughing at you, too, though, which is good. Are you laughing, Connor? Are you laughing I'm at here. me, you, or are you just laughing? No, it's funny you said I was raised the right way. You said that as I walked into my mom's store. Uh, oh, that's funny. Wow. I'll tell your mom she raised a fine child. We uh, actually were at the Phillies game with you guys uh, 20, a few years ago. Very nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry I didn't punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, I, I don't know what to say. I'm I'm done. Trust me when I tell you there's a lot of shame right here. Connor, we're done with you. Congratulations. Oh, way to go. I'm gonna put you on hold. Doofus right now. I'm yeah, gonna put yeah. you on hold so we can get your information and get you this gift card. Thank you, buddy. Uh, all right, take Great care. Great right, It's over. Like that. Is it over? I mean uh, it's not going great right now, pal. What's wrong with you? You what happened? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. We've had we've it had some really, been really close. we had like, some excellent yeah, excellent callers. Good callers. The the the, the level of competition yes. is raised, which is what we always said. Yeah, we it were like, hoping oh, get for some competition in here. Right. That was a lot to no rifle. No more tomato throw. cans. Yeah, that was a lot to rifle. It didn't You're right, seem but to be he, a lot he for was Connor. Able to do it. The I, I, I believe it. Obviously, if the guy got four right, I'm just yeah. saying for me. I get it. You know. I mean, we just talked about how many garbage teams there are. You want me to find two garbage teams that were above 500 but didn't make the playoffs? I mean, one of them did it on the last game of the year. Yeah, like but they still stink. The Lions are a bunch of losers. All right. We Let's... rarely finish the music. We're like 10 seconds. That's how long this celebration has been. I just have to say, I've been coming on this show now for what, like a month, over a month? I've never seen John Ritchie more happy or excited there is nothing. than what I just saw. Devin, there is nothing on this planet that makes him yeah. as happy. Same with you, James. Like, you guys so are rewarding. just elated right now. Yeah. It's really rude. Here, the song's ending. <laughs> the song just ended. Just Devin, I, just I, think, I'm, I think I'm a good guy. I, so I treat these guys good. Like, I... Of course, James still has the other music going. He's... I mean, at the end of the segment, yeah. The seg- do, do you want me to end the segment, Big Dog? Yes, end the segment. Probably small dog Beat the hammer on Sports oh. Radio 94 WIP. I'm, oh, wow. I'm done. I think I'm done. Wow. It's good. No, it's, I don't know what to say. Something broke inside You are beaten down. No, I'm, beat, is, I'm yeah, beaten down. This is... Uh, you know what? I, I'm gonna have it's to call. Seed, I'm gonna have to call Vi sick a hem up because I know Vi loves the beat the hammer segment. He has told me that he now he moved out west uh, about a year and a half ago or a year ago when he retired. But he's told me that he has sat in his car at times just to make sure he listens if he's about to get out of the car. I might need a pep talk from Vi. Yeah, I think it's a good idea because this is really this is and but not maybe today, maybe next week. I 
We'll look into that. All right. Stephen Call A. by and say. I feel wow. like a, a world-class doofus I do. right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Steve, Stephen A. Smith is coming up. That plus a lot of phone calls and I'm sure a lot of gloating from a lot of people. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie. I am a beaten, beaten man on 94 WIP. Are you looking for tickets to our huge football games coming up? Do like I do and use the Game Time app for tickets to every event on the planet. You got sports, you got music, you got shows, great tickets, amazing prices, even on the last-minute tickets. And you can see exactly where your seats are in every venue. It's so quick and easy. Just download the Game Time app, enter your email, and use the promo code WIP for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. That's promo code WIP. Game Time. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Your mic isn't on, Jeff. Sorry, microphone wasn't on. It's funny because my uh, headphones weren't on. You were talking. Yeah, I was like, talking. You were like going in. Yeah, I was. Yeah. So I didn't have my microphone on, but I didn't have my headphones on, so I just continued to talk. I was in the process. I of saw praying. you just going at it. I'm yeah. like, he has no idea no, that no one's hearing him. These guys are waving at me. Shout to Cameron John Rich. It is 94 WIP. Devin with us as well here. We move toward You're 2 shook, o'clock. man. I'm no, right? I'm, I'm okay. Hey, coming up at uh, 1230 today, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A., who's got a new book out, and I was really excited when I heard about this book uh, a year or so ago, and it's called Straight Shooter, and it is a memoir uh, of uh, what's called Second Chances and First Takes. And Stephen A., this book goes on sale January 17th, so that's obviously coming up in four days. Stephen A. also is going to be in the area soon uh, on the 19th uh, at the Free Library of Philadelphia, Thursday, January 19th at 1 o'clock. By the way, for that event, uh, you can go to Straight uh, straightshooterbook.com, straightshooterbook.com. So we'll talk to Stephen A. about his remarkable career, about the Eagles, about the Sixers, and more. That's all up ahead in about 10 minutes. All right, to the phones we go. Um, looking for reasons for optimism on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. I have found it interesting, John, that about 75% of callers have said something negative in nature in the midst of the, which is, is that a fair estimation? I mean, I think so. It was and, like and a call to optimism and people, he's injured. Everybody's injured. Yeah. That's the question of the day. <laughs> well, what gives you the greatest sense of optimism that the Eagles win the Super Bowl? Uh, my answer was Jalen hurts will be Jalen hurts. And it feels like most people want to refute that. Most people do want to refute that. And by the way, I w- including me, I will say that's certainly not my, my main thing is the roster, meaning what they did in 2017, despite a change of quarterback, now, granted, Foles played great, and they're not going to go to the back of quarterback, but the roster lifted The roster helped lift Foles up. He had great protection on the O-line. D-line made plays, got the ball back. They had a running game. I mean, they were a very well-rounded team. I see this team in a similar way as far as being a very well-rounded, very deep team. Let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494. Chris in Ocean City. Hi, Chris. Man, that hammer performance was dark. Horrible. It was like watching, was like watching Halliday's last uh, bout on the mound. Um yeah, might, might, might be time to hang it up, Joseph. Might be. I, I got to go in the bunker and really think this weekend. Yeah, it, 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 it's rough. But I'm going to cheer you up because I heard you needed some optimism yep. and reasons to be positive about the Eagles. And so the big ones for me are, first and foremost, the bye week and just getting these veterans healthy. Yeah. Second is the link, having that home field advantage in our fan base. And then going down the list, I still believe in Nick and his ability to game plan. I believe that Jalen's going to turn it on in prime time. Stoutland's going to handle the O-line. And I'm positive about CJ being back and the D-line. And so when you add all that up, I really, truly, sincerely feel confident that we're going to the bowl. Well, that would be a wonderful thing, man. See, here's the thing. I did notice, though, you said going to the bowl. And you go back a month ago, most people would have finished that sentence with win the bowl. Yeah, I just um, – and that's – I'm not saying that that can't happen. I just need need to see the next couple of weeks before I make that determination. Yeah, no, I, I understand. I mean, it's I, I, I do get your that's point. Fair. Yeah, that that is fair. Chris, give us a great answer here, man, when you think in terms of someone done dirty, even in, in a TV show or a movie. Yes, I'll say Ethan Hawke's character Jake in Training Day. So imagine being a rookie yeah. and oh, your first yeah. day you get a certified that's psychopath. A good answer. As a supervisor, he makes you smoke PCB. Well, yeah, and, and here's the thing I've always thought, guys, think about after that movie's over, how many different violations there were that could have – I mean, even if he walks away from being a policeman, I mean, he could have been charged with any number of crimes. Oh, yeah. 
mean, he could have been charged probably with five different crimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, he was certainly done dirty. To Peter right now. Peter, you're on WIP. Hey, Joe, John, James. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, very quick, I just want to say congratulations on, on the morning spot. I am not a morning person at all, but now I will be. Uh, you guys have given me a reason to sort of get my house in order and, and get up earlier now. Wow. That's awesome. Um, Thank you. Thanks, Peter. That's a, that's a big deal. I'm regularly up till 3 in the morning. i gotta, I got I to gotta quit that, and here's a good reason to do it. But, uh, listen, I'll give you some reasons for optimism, uh, uh, the way I see it. And I remember uh, Magic Johnson, when he, he talked about his second year in the NBA, uh, when they finished the regular season, and Pat Riley said, uh, you know, all year long you guys have been champions and no one could take that away from you. Uh, but now they can, right, when the playoffs start. And I think mm. it's similar with the Eagles this year. They had 18 weeks to prove that they could get the best record, but now, now they got five weeks to prove that they're the best team. Right. And I think all this recent talk about, uh, well, you know, if San Francisco uh, uh, is healthy, they're going to get to the Super Bowl. And even the power rankings, I mean, the, the rest of the national media couldn't wait to put, for the Eagles' first loss, to put the Bills and the Chiefs ahead of the Eagles in the power rankings. And, and even in that clip you played of, of Lane Johnson when he's talking about, you know, we're 14-3, and three, we're NFC champs, the results, results. I think, a, I think it bothers these guys that they still aren't getting respected. And uh, that, that, that to me, more than anything, I, I think these, come, these guys are coming out on a mission. I'm very optimistic. I'm very bullish on them. I, you know, Peter, it's a good point. I think they are sort of flying under the radar right now, and there's a lot of ammunition for them to, you know, yeah. get 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 each other riled up. Let me just you know, say no this: no one respects us, Peter. Let me just say this though about the Eagles' focus, because I agree with you. But let's not forget a couple things. San Francisco's been knocking on the door for about three years, and in that way, they remind me a little bit of Tampa in '02. Remember Tampa in 2002 and 99, they almost beat the Rams. You know, they, they faced the Eagles in 2000, 2001. They were a seasoned team. So while San Fran doesn't have the quarterback that's seasoned, they have a roster that's been really hungry and really on the edge to get it done. So that's one. Bills, obviously, are incredibly motivated based on what happened last year and another great team this year. Kansas City, I mean, Reed and Mahomes want to try to win as many titles as they can. And the reality is they haven't for a couple years now. So – you know, the Eagles are not going to be the only truly motivated team. I, I don't think – I don't take the other NFC teams too serious, but there are a couple haymaker teams out there that I believe will be just as motivated as the Eagles are. I, I would disagree on just as motivated. Uh, look, you can always look for reasons to be afraid, Joe. I, I think the best way to handle pressure and handle these situations is to just get hungry and go on the offensive right from the start. I, I don't mean I get it. game time. I mean five weeks early. We'll say, early. Peter, give me a big answer, man. Who got done dirty, TV or movie? All right, Mr. Ritchie, how often did you in your lifetime hear, it's over, Johnny? I'm saying John Rambo in First Blood. Wow. That's a good answer. Yeah. Of course, you can be like me and watch Rambo 1, but actually <laughs> watch Rambo 2 instead. Devin, what an idiot. I thought I was watching Rambo 1. I think it wasn't maybe till the end of the movie. I realized it was the second one. Or so. I forget how it Wow. Took you that long to realize So that. I don't know. It was a disaster. Complete. I've never seen any Rambo, though, so can't. can't what I saw was pretty mm-hmm. good. And, John, you, I mean, they're classics, right? They're So classic. Yeah. 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 Very, some, very violent. Somehow I watched two before one. Seltzer, what do you got in there? I have the all-pro teams. By the way, let me say Stephen A. joining us shortly. Uh, so looking forward to having him on the show. Go ahead, Jim. So the AP has announced their all-pro teams. These are the official all-pro teams that, you know, is yeah. the, basically the highest honor for, for in terms of a team like So we this. know the big question, right? The big question before we get to anything else is – is it Hurts or Mahomes? John, your prediction. Uh-huh. Well, there are two all-pro teams, just so you know. I have the AP1 and two. The, they have the first team and the second team. No, well, yeah, but we're talking first team. Okay. I'm saying who's first team. But the second team's a big honor, too. No, but, but the second team means he's not going to win MVP. John, Mahomes yeah. or Hurts? It's going to be Mahomes. Mahomes. James? It's obviously Mahomes. Like, uh, yeah, he's not winning We all knew it was going to be Mahomes. Uh, Hertz, honestly, I was worried Hertz wasn't even going to get second team. I was worried they'd give it to Burrow. But Hertz has been named the second team AP okay. quarterback. So that is good. That's wonderful. Two Eagles made the uh, the first team all pro team. You guys want to guess who they are? Kelsey. Yep. Lane. Correct. So Slay second team? Uh, Slay didn't make either team, actually. Uh, James Bradbury. Over Slay. Really? I've very meant second team all yeah. pro? So a lot of people, that's been a thing that's trending the second half of the season. If you looked at any of these predictions, most people thought Bradbury over Slay. 
uh, interesting. I know wow. Slay made the players team, but nationally a lot of people have thought it should be Bradbury over him. Uh, Hassan Reddick has also made it in A.J. Brown's. There are two on the first team, four on the second. Let me just ask, who made it over Reddick on the first team? Uh, first team, Bosa. Edge, uh, Bosa and Parsons. And Bosa's going to win defense player. And what do they call that, edge rusher? Edge rusher. Yeah, Bosa had 18 and a half sacks. Bosa was the no, best. No, I get it. Bosa's great. So... I thought Hassan Reddick had edge a better, Hassan Reddick had a more productive season numbers wise than Micah Parsons did. You is he a better, is Garrett, he a better player, John? Miles Garrett is on the second team too. You could argue he should have been ahead of Parsons too. I mean, yeah. Garrett had a he had the same amount of sacks as Reddick. John, is Reddick better than Parsons? Oh man, uh, no, I don't think so. But his the season he put together was outstanding. And remember, both of those players, that, unlike Bosa. They they drop, you know. Both Reddick and Parsons will drop into zone coverage right. a good amount. Yeah, I mean not a ton. Sure. But at times they're not rushing the passer. And by the way, so did Lawrence Taylor. Versatile. I think people think like a, a, a edge rush linebacker rushes every time. It's not what you do. I mean, it's not the way the game's played. James, who else on the second team from uh, from, the, from the Eagles? AJ Brown. So it's AJ Brown. So the defensive players are are uh, Reddick and Bradbury, and then it's AJ Brown and Hertz on offense for the second team, Kelsey and Lane first team. And who are the first team receivers above A.J. Brown? The first team receivers above A.J. Brown are Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, and Devontae Adams. Second team is A.J. Brown, You can't can't argue with Justin Jefferson. And you can't argue with Tyreek Hill. No, you can argue a little bit with Adams. Yeah, Yeah, maybe Adams a little bit. He had the most touchdowns of receivers, so I think that probably helped him, 14 touchdowns. Wow. All right, well, there it is. So, I mean, look, that's that's what – that tells you Jalen Hurst isn't going to win MVP. We already know it, but he's not going to win MVP. 215-592-9494. Stephen A. Smith out with the new bulk, and he'll join us coming up shortly. Let's talk to Matt and Ridley right now. Hi, Matt. <laughs> Come on, dude. That's the best performance you can do. Come on, brother. It's a new year. It's supposed to be a new year. What happened? So aren't there some cultures to start the new year on a different timetable? <laughs> like, can I have a uh, uh, January 20th start of the new year? What, what culture would that be? What, what culture are you in, Joe? I'm in the Joe camera <laughs> U.S. culture. You know, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm grasping Joe, it. Matt, I, I'm I grasping it. I, Joe, I got to tell you, you jinxed yourself. You compared yourself to Matt, to uh, Magnus and Tom Brady, right? Is that what I heard earlier? Well, Max, Maximus. Maximus and Tom Brady, right? Yes, he did compare himself to Tom yeah, Brady several was, times. Joe, yeah. Joe, you'd have a hard time cracking into the Brady bunch, so I don't know why you would compare <laughs> yourself to Tom Brady or Mac. There's no way. Come on, dude. Well, Greg was groovy. I mean, maybe I got groovy going and on. And you know what, Joe? You are groovy. You got with but... Florence Henderson. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> that, so that's your that's your uh, goals in life, yeah, to get with Florence Henderson? Florence Henderson. <laughs> Come By on, the way, I, dro- I dropped the Brady bunch. So I've been watching, you know, all these shows, and I, I know something. I knew something needed to go, and I just said, and "All right, I'm not." What gave. Yeah, because hmm. the DVDs weren't even working. Whatever I bought online was phony baloney. Joe, I think Joe, I think you and I are going to make a little deal. What's that? If I beat you next Friday, when you start the morning show, you should stop beat the hammer. If you can't beat me next Friday, because you beat me twice, you can't beat me. You should stop beat the hammer in the morning show. If you do beat me, I think you should truck on with it. What do you Look, think? I think. I'll be honest with you. I think anything right now is possible. You, Joe, you, you can't beat me. I'm you guys, you guys, not riding you, on next Friday. You guys have beat, brought me to my knees. Matt, give me a great answer, man. Who was done dirty? By the way, can I just say, I'm being done you dirty can... a little bit right now. Because people are shoveling dirt on my grave. I've given people Joe, a lot of entertainment over be, five and a half years. Joe, I could be so And all much people are doing right is now. dancing on my grave right now. <laughs> Joe, no, seriously. I could be so much. Find that offensive. I could be. Give me Tom. I could be so much worse right now. This is actually me being kind of cordial. To he you. is kind of being nice compared to what he wants. All to right, say. Matt. Who got done dirty? <laughs> is, I'm sorry. Is it a TV or a movie? Or yes, a movie? TV or movie. Seinfeld. They went to jail at the end. They should have never been arrested. Well, okay, interesting. Um, I mean, it was creatively done that way, but fair enough. Going to jail. That that's just episode stunk, and they know it stunk. I mean, it, it was too bad. Such a great show. Had such a bad end. By the way, if you want to weigh in on the Hurts-Mahomes thing, I mean, now that we know Hurts is not going to, you know, I mean, he didn't win all-pro first team, and Mahomes did. Well, that's not the defense. Oh, it's over, hey, John. It's over. It's, a, it's not impossible that he would get that MVP. If, I just think that this is an indicator that it's unlikely. Look, if someone wants to do freaking deep research, okay, find me the example of a time when someone won MVP 
and was not first-team All-Pro. I would bet you if it's happened, it's happened very infrequently. That's all I'm saying. 215-592-9494. Stephen A. Smith will join us shortly. Let's talk to Steve in Williamstown right now. Hi, Steve. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you today? Great, Steve. Really great. So I, kn- I know you are, and you, you like while you like him wallowing in that stuff. But, <laughs> Joe, regardless of whether or not this is your this is your last beat the hammer, you can keep your head held high, man. You had a great run. Thank you. I do hear past tense there, and it makes me feel sad, <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, that would definitely be a bonus for James, but I know you have a guest coming up, but I do have an yeah. answer for you. I mean, I, I, Steve, I will just say this. If I wrap it up, this will be a lot like Bill Russell when he finally retired. Oh, come on. Because he played 13 <laughs> seasons and he won 11 championships. So it's sure. like, do you want to dwell on the 11 championships or the two times he didn't win the title? So in that regard, I'm very similar to Bill Russell. Yes, you are. Yeah. Thank give you. Your, give yourself a nice big pat on the back. Thank you. So my, my, my side topic Devin, answer Devin's to looking an- at me like, what the heck? That, compa- <laughs> that comparison might have been too far. Well, we keep talking about Tom Brady. So going back to that, like, you don't want to be Tom Brady. You want to go out on a high. Yeah. Just keep trying and then failing, you know? Yeah, that's the problem. But, it's like I got to get one and then just duck out and say, okay, yeah. I'm done. Like when John Crock. You got to know when it's time to end. Steve, I don't know if you know, John Crock had a base hit. It got him a 300 career batting average. He stood at first base. He called time, walked off the field, and retired. So, you know, I might I might need to pull a Crocker. Although I believe he claimed he didn't know it was a 300 average. But it yeah, happened. Knowing John Crock, I believe that. Yeah, I do too, actually. I agree <laughs> with you on that. All right, Steve, I'm sorry. Go ahead, buddy. You can also spend more of your time trying to become Lucille Ball like you've always wanted I to. I know. <laughs> right now I'm spending time reading a book on Ulysses S. Grant, whose name, sure. by the way, isn't even Ulysses S. Grant. That's a whole other matter, but go ahead. Sounds real exciting. Yeah. All right, so, so my <laughs> – <laughs> My side topic answer would have to be Andy Dufresne for somebody who got done That's a big answer, man. Big uh, answer. Good one. So how long was he in there? About 30 years? I thought it yes. was 20. Is it 30? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's 20 to 30 somewhere. It's a long time. Enough that it, some grays were showing by the end. Uh, Dufresne's a good answer. Steve, appreciate the call. John, I mean, Dufresne, that's solid. Yeah, that's a huge popular one. Great movie. There's there's he an even bigger so one. so dirty, though. I totally mean, totally dirty. There, but there's an even bigger one. Like, real obvious I'm sure there one, are. One that you... Really? You've talked about often. Really? Yes. Done. I, I think for Andy different reasons. high level. It is high level. Oh, no, level. High, no, it's high level. But it's I mean, not there's... as high level as this, the one that I'm thinking of that Joe has a special fondness for. Huh. Still out there. Okay. I'm not sure what that is, but fair enough. Let's go to Mark right now in Delaware. Mark, you're on WIP. Hey, good, good afternoon, guys. How you making out? Great, Mark. Joe, uh, do you remember... The Flyers in '95, when they were losing to Detroit, what Terry Murray said it was like a he said it was a choking thing. It seems well, like it wasn't '95; it was '97, and it was I'm after. Sorry, and it was, that's right, '97. You're right. And it was after Game Three, and it and, yeah. it and it got him fired. By the way, it did, and it should have. But that's what you seem like. That's what's going on a little bit there with you. Look, but uh, it, it is in my head. I will admit that. I might need a sports psychologist, Dr. Joel Fish, <laughs> who's worked with many. Oh, that could really help you. Yeah, I might need Dr. Joel Fish. I, again, I do think I will probably try to get Vice Psych Ham on the show next week to pump me up because I know he loves Beat the Hammer and Vice is a good guy, so maybe he can do something to help me. I don't know. I, I Just know this, Mark. If you believe in the power of prayer and you're rooting for me, please pray. <laughs> All right, well, listen, uh, maybe this will help you. Uh, like I said, I'm coming from a – uh, kind of an outside standpoint. I'm a Colts fan, but I'm telling you right now, the Eagles are going to play because they know there's no tomorrow. The 49ers have Purdy, who's a rookie quarterback. Who, that's never happened before. I'm not saying it can't, but it's right. probably not going to. Dak is going to come up dumb like he always does in a big game. And the Vikings are kind of like a paper champion. I mean, Detroit looked a lot better than the Vikings near the end. So once mm. we get to the Super Bowl, and I'm saying it's it's 50-50. Because mm. the teams in the AFC look good. But sure do. I, I think the Eagles are, I mean, like I said, Jalen Hurts knows there's no tomorrow. This is the playoffs. Whether you're hurt or not, he's going to run and take a hit if he has to. And he's not yeah, Well, he'll he take hurts. the hit, but the question is. I don't think he'll intentionally take any hits. I do think. No, 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 not intentionally. But, to... but, John, it's going to happen. I mean, take the last game when he would just get down, you know, in a playoff game against a tough team, that's where you want to see him take a four-yard run and try to make it an 11-yard run, and that usually involves putting your body on the line to take a hit. 
I think they'll dial up the offense differently to where they're not overprotecting him the way they did in their last game, but that he will be ultra cautious and it, you won't see the spectacular like make a guy miss in the open field, run through a tackle in the open field. So I think you're sort of I think they'll sort of split the difference. All right, Mark, give me a great answer, man. Who got done dirty in a movie? Uh, was a TV show when sure. I was a kid. This used to make me so mad. Every time Charlie Brown went to kick that football, yeah. Lucy did him dirty. Every time. Listen, it's a great answer. I mean, it was really not cool, man. It's just remarkable that he never learned. Yeah, he's kind of dumb. Yeah. He's a little dumb there, that Charlie Brown guy. Lucy, I mean, not cool, though. Not cool at all. All right, let's talk to uh, Scott and King of Prussia. Scott, you're on WIP. Hey, guys. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Scott. It's very happy. So, yes. John, um, yeah. in your observations of Joe, could this be a case of, of someone who just doesn't know when to hang him up? Hmm. What do you think? Yeah, this is like, this we, is like, reach that point? This is like Sugar Ray Leonard now. This is getting bad. Well, you know. It's kind of yeah, like John, Joe is the wildcat. Joe is the wildcat offense, and now the rest of the <laughs> NFL is like, wow, we can, yeah. we can take that away. They've uh, adapted. They've adapted. You yeah. know what else? It makes, me, it makes me think a little bit about Lefty, the end of Steve Carlton's career. It's very similar, actually. I mean, that was a it, disaster. It so who was he with? Every Min- time. Minnesota. Every the- time that you go in the booth moving forward, you're going to have that in the back of your mind. I know. Steve Carlton hung on too long. Steve Carlton hung on too long. Yeah, big time. I, I, yeah. Plus, there was uh, Unitas. Who did, who did Unitas play for? Was it like the Chargers? And then Willie Mays was playing for the Mets. I mean, there are a couple classic examples. Because, really Scott, I will say this. I agree with you that I'm amongst the all-time greats. I mean, that part well, we have established for years now. Let me ask you, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Maybe it's time as a show that maybe James has to fill in for you to kind of get back on the winning track. And then maybe, maybe once you're winning again or, or the show's winning again, you come back and, like, I don't know, win one more time before you hang them up, something like that. Look, or you I, do a go I know. tour. Uh, or a short video, or, or, or he can put together. Um, that just feels, some sound but for that you. feels ceremonial and weak. Like remember when Eli Manning said, "I'm not going to play like a snap just to keep my my consecutive streak thing going." I do. I, yeah, like that feels ceremonially pathetic. If I have to win one more to retire, I don't know, Scott. I need a weekend. In the I, words, yeah, in, the wanted, word, in the I words really of Rocky want- with Mick, I got to soak my head. I'm go- this this weekend. I'm going home and I'm soaking my head, and I got to do some serious thinking. It's not about how hard you get hit. I it's know. about getting back up and doing it again. I'm sure you're going to be fine. Yeah, unless I can't you're, get up, because I because I got to tell you, I got to tell you here, Scott, I've fallen, yeah. and I can't get up. Yes, yeah, that is true. I've fallen, you know what and I can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> that that might have been the most famous commercial of the 1990. I've fallen and I can't get up. John, how many thousands of times do we see that on TV? Yeah, an awful lot. It's either that or the clapper. <laughs> yeah, the, cla- the clapper. Yeah. Clap on. Oh, clap yeah. off. Clap off. Yeah. Clap on. Clap off. The, the clapper. clapper. Wow, that was beautifully <laughs> Scott, give me a great answer here, man. Who got done dirty in a movie or TV uh, show? All right, so... Uh, Think Lion King Mufasa by Scar. All right, man. You got it, Scott. Good answer. Entertaining call. John, my nephew gave my niece for Christmas. All sorts of gifts were being given out. A couple were in the funny variety. So I have a niece, my sister's daughter. She never, ever, 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 ever stops talking. Ever. And um, like my daughter. I mean, just it never stops. And my he daughter, gave, like, will fall asleep talking. Yeah. She just goes <laughs> and goes. It's wild. Wow. He gave her a T-shirt that said... Uh, I've fallen, and I can't shut up. And it was tremendous. <laughs> I need one of those. <laughs> was, Wait, how old is she? She is uh, about 15. Okay. She okay. never stops talking. I was thinking, like, little kid and her no. around in that shirt. I'd be no. a little concerned. <laughs> no, no. <it> was... <laughs> My daughter's four, so I guess a little different than that. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Stephen A. is going to join us at some point here. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Ken in South Jersey right now. Hi, Ken. Good afternoon, everybody. Hey, Happy Ken. Friday. Yes. Happy Friday. Very. I, I do have um, some some serious optimism. Hey, Ken, hang on, Ken, hang on one sec, my man. We got Stephen A. with us, and I want to 
uh, give you full time. But we'll, we'll get to Stephen A. Talk to him about his book and his career and the Eagles and the Sixers and more. Um, we will get back to you shortly, Ken. All right, let's talk to one of the uh, certainly best and certainly most prominent sports media uh, figures. He had a great run in Philadelphia, great run. Uh, writing for the Philadelphia Inquirer, of course, covering the 76ers during many of the Allen Iverson years, for years on ESPN, and now a, uh, a new book out. And when I heard about this book a couple months ago, I was really excited to get it. It's called Straight Shooter, and it's a memoir of second chances and first takes, and it is written by Stephen A. Smith. By the way, Stephen A. will be at the Free Library of Philadelphia on Thursday, January the 19th at 1 o'clock. So, of course, you can get it there, meet Stephen A. there. Tickets are available at straightshooterbook.com. And to talk about what he has covered in sports and to talk about uh, his fascinating life in sports, Mr. Stephen A. Smith. How you doing, Stephen A.? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? How's everybody? Super. All good, man. We're getting ready for the playoffs. You know, we're excited about that. Stephen A., I'm excited for your book. I, when I heard you were writing a book, I thought, well, I got to get it. So tell us about your mindset in putting this together, how involved it was, how much you cover, and what people can look for, you know, to get this book. Well, it's about my life, you know, um, from, from my childhood to my throughout my professional career, you know, essentially talking about my upbringing, my relationship with my father, which wasn't the great, wasn't the greatest, my relationship with my mother, which obviously was very phenomenal, and you know, God rest her soll, and then also, you know, my career spanning from the New York Daily News to the Philadelphia Inquirer, to all the controversies that I've been involved with since I've been at ESPN, being let go, being brought back, and a lot of the things that I never had the luxury. Uh, to talk about um, the way that I did. I've often told people uh, throughout the years when I found myself in quote-unquote dicey situations, um, I didn't, I wasn't quiet and disappeared in any way because I wanted to. ESPN wanted me to be quiet about things. They didn't want me to say anything. Well, all of that was thrown out of the window for this book. So there's a lot that I get into, and there's a lot that I touch on, a lot of details, um, things that I provide. Uh, to just give a perspective about, you know, what my thinking has been, who I am, how I got to where I am, and how, the, you know, the struggle is still real. But you persevere, you move on, and you conquer everything. And that's what I've been about. That's what I've strived to do throughout my life and throughout my career. And I've got the Philadelphia, uh, the city of Philadelphia to thank for it. It's the second home to me. Um, everything that I've been able to accomplish in my career, in large part, is due to the success that I had in Philadelphia um, some of the greatest fans in the world, one of the greatest cities in this nation. Uh, they did a whole lot for me. So Philadelphia has always and will always hold a very, very, very special place in my heart. Stephen A., what's the secret to your success? Um, you could say, this, you know, the normal stuff, hard work and perseverance. But I think to me um, it also is it's just having a vision. Being in the newspaper industry, I saw – how it was dwindling, that it was dying to some degree. Not digitally, of course, but just the whole social media, talk, sports talk radio, obviously television. You know, a lot of times we don't see these things happening before our very eyes. We don't see what the money is geared towards. We don't see the kind of things that have been going on and what have you. We don't witness these kind of things. Um, and we don't have that foresight. And for me, I've always been blessed and fortunate enough to have it whether it's directly with bosses, uh, superior officers, colleagues, uh, the way the industry is trending, um, those kind of things, just seeing the forest and the trees and understanding what the road is going to look like three years, five years, ten years down the road instead of the immediate moment. That is what has served to benefit me hmm. because seeing those things, I knew where to aim my energy towards. Mm -hmm. And as a result, it facilitated a lot of the that I ended up having. Stephen A. Smith with us here. The new book's called Straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first takes. And again, Stephen A. will be at the Free Library of Philadelphia Thursday of next week at 1 o'clock. Stephen A., let's talk some Eagles. You know the deal. We're getting geared up. Possibility of a second Super Bowl for the Birds. It's noteworthy that from within their own conference, they're not even the favorites now. San Francisco is. Is that a repeat of the 2017 disrespect that that squad overcame? No. Or, or should this team not be the favorite? No, I, I, think, I don't think so. I think it's a combination of a couple of things. Number one, it's the questionable health of Jalen Hurts. We know what this team looks like without Jalen Hurts. Not that it's bad, not that it's awful. It's just that it's not superior to the likes of a San Francisco 49ers squad 
or to a lesser degree, even a Dallas Cowboys squad. You need Jalen Hurts, the most improved player in the NFL this year, a top two candidate for league MVP honors. You need this man in that lineup, plain and simple. That's number one. Number two, I think the acquisition of Christian McCaffrey in San Francisco is what has changed the game. Uh, it's one thing to lose Trey Lance. It's another thing to lose him and then Jimmy Garoppolo. To lose them and then to have Brock Purdy. You're saying to yourself, okay, Kyle Shanahan knows how to call the game and protect and insulate a quarterback from making those huge, huge errors, even though he had problems doing it with Jimmy Garoppolo in the postseason from time to time. But in the end, what it comes down to is that you had Debo Samuels to dip and dunk the ball to. Now you got him and Christian McCaffrey, which means that you're not requiring that much more from that third-string quarterback who was Mr. Irrelevant. Obviously, the ascension of George Kittle hasn't hurt. And so when you take that all into consideration, combined with the fact that they're a physical team, they got some rough riders on there, they get at the quarterback, they've got a secondary that can, can, tell your, can curtail your passing game, plus they can run the football and what have you. You take all of those things into consideration and with their smash-mouth tendencies, although we didn't see that over the last couple of weeks. And there's a reason to believe that the San Francisco 49ers can be those dudes that can ultimately get to the Super Bowl and walk in the Lincoln Financial Field in order to pull it off. So uh, Stephen A's phone just zapping out there a little bit. Stephen A, go ahead. We, we, yeah, we got you now. We, we had you until about the final three seconds. Yeah, we got you. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I, I think that the reason to consider them both favorites, um, you can't dismiss it. San Francisco's one team, I believe, can walk into Philadelphia and win a game playing Philadelphia's brand of football. Stephen A., why does it still feel like Jalen Hurts is disrespected on the national scale? Um, I, I, I got to admit to you, my man, I think that you being a bit sensitive. Because, <laughs> because there's nobody, there's nobody that has a scintilla of disrespect for Jalen Hurts based off of what we've seen this year. Okay, good. He's an MVP candidate. This brother is, I mean, He's an athlete. We've always known that. But he's vastly improved throwing the football. Mm-hmm. A.J. Brown is an absolute stud. Devontae Smith is no joke. God is no joke either. Your backfield is no joke. You look at And still you find yourself looking at Jalen Hurts and saying, wow, this team just ain't the same without him. And if there was any disrespect, and I don't believe there has been since about five or six games into this season, the fact is it's all evaporated when the Eagles lost back-to-back games with him, with him out. We've seen what he brings to the table. Right. We've seen what he means to this franchise. There is no disrespect with Jalen Hurts. He is universally respected, and he is a bona fide starting quarterback in the National Football League that everybody and their mother knows the Eagles need to resign to a long-term deal. Stephen A. with us here. Stephen A., let's talk some Sixers, man. Um, they've been knocking on the door, but not that close to the door. Second round. Embiid and Harden. Should fans trust them? Or when this process no. is over, is it just no. not going to result in a title? No, you shouldn't trust them. Here's who you should trust. Embiid and Maxi hmm. with Harden. Not Embiid and Harden. Go Maxi in there. Tyrese Maxi is the second best player on the Philadelphia 76ers. This is call it what it is. It was supposed to be Harden. And ain't no shade thrown on Harden who can still do some things. It's just that Tyrese Maxey is a special, special young basketball player. And with him on the court, with him be, they are a force to be reckoned with. And I think that the Philadelphia 76ers, particularly looking at Milwaukee and seeing the drop-off because Chris Middleton just can't get himself healthy and they don't seem to be the same without him, I think you can make a legitimate argument, although you can't summarily dismiss the Greek freak because he is that dude, I think you can look at the East coming down to Boston, Brooklyn, and Philly. I can see that. I can see that. How good a coach is Doc Rivers? Doc Rivers is a damn good coach. He knows what he's doing. The question is, can he get guys to do what he wants them to do as much as he used to be able to? That is a legitimate question. Hmm. Um, I'm a friend of Doc Rivers. I've known him for, for, for 25 years. I love him dearly. But he and I have had these conversations, and when he's had questions about how, you know, because he usually doesn't care what people think. He really is strong-willed. There's no question about it. 
But when we've had You don't have to tell us that, Stephen A., because I'll tell you, one thing that drives me nuts, he's been uh-huh. really critical of Philly sports fans and, and never well, makes amends. And I, I well, just, let me ask you a question. Sure. Let me ask you a question. Is that recent? Like uh, this year? No, it's over the last, last – la- mostly over the last two years. But, yeah, okay, more, more, more going back to the Ben Simmons time. Sure. Okay, well, let me tell you why I would ask you to rethink that. Because and, – and I hope that I'm not, you know, violating the confidence here. Sure. But I picked up the phone. It wasn't him. I picked up the phone when I saw him, you know, go, going back at y'all. And I said, look, man, this Philly. Mm-hmm. You know, you've known me for 20-plus 20, 20 years. This yeah. Philly. And I said, they ain't wrong. Here's the reality of the situation. You're a champion as a coach, but there are also missed opportunities on those resumes. They know it all. They know that resume. And their expectations are their expectations. And they knew what Brett Brown couldn't do. And you're a guy that's perceived as being able to do that. They're not wrong in asking you questions about that. Yeah. And I told him, and I said, and I said, you'll grow to love the Philly, the Philly faithful because they really, really do know their basketball. And I said, and the questions that they're going to ask, any basketball coach should appreciate. Now, if it's a dumbass question, then say it's a dumb question. They'll respect you for that, too, because they like that candor and that upfrontness and that honesty. But when they're asking you solid basketball questions, that's something you should enjoy and get used to it because Philly ain't changing. Stephen A. That was my message to him. Yeah, yep. and that, yeah, that's that rings true for me. That's for sure. Uh, it, it sounds like are, are you suggesting that the coachability of these stars will be a, an important factor in whether this team gets where they want to go? Doc, if his message is able to get across, he can do the job. But the coachability of the players is that a factor in your mind as to whether they succeed or not? It's always a factor. I'm never going to Is that a problem? Is that a problem well, here with these with with Joel Embiid and James Harden whether they listen to Doc or not? It, has that been an issue? Uh, and based on Doc, I'm saying it's potentially a problem with Harden based on where Harden came from. Hmm. Guys, when Harden was coaching, when Harden was playing in in Houston, he got whatever he wanted. I'm talking about I, I listen he got everything. Mm-hmm. It was so bad in Houston, guys. I'm telling you what I know. It was so bad in Houston. When you know how coaches, you hear about coaches showing film and showing you the mistakes that you make so you can recover from that and be better for it. Mm-hmm. When Mike D'Antoni was coaching in Houston, they wouldn't show negative tapes of Harden's play. It's crazy. Wow. At all. It's crazy. I'm telling you what I know. They can deny it. They can say, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I ain't stutter. I ain't guessing. Wow. I'm telling you what I know. That's what happened. Wild. When you come from an environment like that, Doc Rivers is going to be a difficult person because Doc Rivers is going to show everybody their mistakes. Doc Rivers is going to talk to everybody. Doc Rivers is going to be in your face and let you know this is what you are accountable for. And he is not going to relent in that regard. So That's I, I'm, who he is. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. I'm thrilled to hear that. Stephen A., is that part of what led to Ben Simmons ushering himself out of Philadelphia? And second part, give me your, your perspective three years from now. Where is Ben Like, What is he doing in the NBA in three years? Well, I think it played a role in Ben Simmons, in all honesty. I definitely think it played a role. I don't think it was the only thing. I think that Ben Simmons, for the longest time, had a hang-up. He actually thought he should be seen at one time, certainly not now, but at one time he actually thought he should be seen in the same light as Joel Embiid. Yeah. Stephen, and I know this. I'm sorry, go ahead. Steve. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yes. I know this because one time I pulled him to the side. Bro, you ain't, you ain't Joel Embiid. He didn't get over that. Wow. He's a damn good player. And you got star potential, but you ain't no Joel and B. Yeah. Okay? And so he had to be told that once upon a time in his career. And then Philly ain't for everybody. Just like New York ain't for anybody for everybody for different reasons. Just like Miami and LA yep. ain't for everybody for different reasons. There's a different there's a whole bunch of different distractions. That's what you gotta understand. Philly's a different culture. Doc Rivers can handle that. 
Joel Embiid can handle that. Tyrese Maxey can handle that. Sure. Let's see who else can handle it. Straight Shooter is wow. the name of the book, a memoir of second chances and first takes. Stephen A., one more here. For years sure. when you were writing for the Inquirer, you know, Allen mm-hmm. was the star. I mean, he was the guy, and you you know, you know, were covering it for the Inquirer and Phil Jasner for the Daily News. Yes. All these years later, and he's been retired now for about a decade or, or more, what, what can you tell us about Allen's happiness and how he's living in retirement? Because I know his retirement didn't start too smooth. What do you know about, yeah. about Allen's life these days? Well, first of all, Allen Iverson and I speak at least twice a month. I just spoke mm-hmm. to him the other day. Um, you know, I love him like a brother. That He and I are very close. We're very tight. And the thing about him is that right now he's happier than he's been in a long time. You're absolutely right in terms of how things started off. Um, But as I said to many people over the years, no matter what problems or what issues or what troubles Allen Iverson got into, look no further than his wife, Tawana. When she's in his life and things are going well, there's nothing you can do to break him. When she, when he's having any kind of issues with her, everything falls apart. He came on my show, quite frankly, that I used to have on ESPN2 in 2005. He's my very first guest. And he used the line, I die for her, I die without her. And I tell everybody who will listen, if there was ever a person that I've met that that rings true when they speak about their woman, it's him with her. She's everything to him. And when things ain't right, he ain't right. That's just the way it is. And a lot of times that he had issues, it's because he did something stupid that infuriated her, which put them on the outs, and his world crumbled. I'm not speaking out of turn. I'm telling you that Allen Iverson has given me the okay to say this part about him years ago. That's why I can say that to y'all. Yeah. And so you had Tom Brady that was on the field this year, and even though he didn't look like himself, he was still a professional and handled his business the best way that he could despite going through a divorce with Giselle Bunchen. Allen Iverson ain't built like that when it comes to Tawana. When it comes to her, he'll crumble. It's just the way that it is. Whether it's drinking, whether it's gambling, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, alienating himself from everybody or whatever the case may be. There is no one on the planet that he has more faith in, more trust in, more belief in, that he feels more secure with or around than her. And whenever something is wrong, the first thing I ask him is, how is she doing? Mm. Because that gives me all the answers that I need. It's just the way he's built. It's incredible. Stephen A., awesome insight. Congratulations on a magnificent career. I know you're far from done, but this memoir is going to be something. It's called Straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first takes by Stephen A. Smith. Simon & Schuster, obviously available all over the place, including the opportunity to get to the Free Library of Philadelphia Thursday of next week, where Stephen A. will be there. Tickets available at straightshooterbook.com. Stephen A., good luck with the book. You're going to do wonderful with it. And uh, we'll, we'll see you in the Super Bowl when the Eagles are playing the Chiefs. Amen. Not, not the 49ers. <laughs> I can't have I – I hope that's the truth. Yeah. I can't thank you all enough for having me on in the business in Philadelphia throughout all of those years. I was always on WIP, and um, I just can't thank you all enough for having me on and what the station has meant to my career. And I'm, I'm incredibly grateful to all of you all, so thank you for having me on. You got it. Thanks, Thanks Stephen. Stephen I. Stay well, bud. All right, guys. All right, there he is, Stephen A. Smith. Well, we covered a lot of ground. You can react to it all. 215-592-9494. We roll on. Plus, our picks coming up and, and much more. Elliot Shure Parks with an update with some uh, Eagles injury information. We'll get to that and more. Coming next, Show to Cameron John Ritchie on WIP. Hey, NFL wildcard weekend obviously starts tomorrow, and the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. New customers, join the day and get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. That's when you sign up all using promo code HAMMER. Promo code HAMMER always gets you the best deal. FanDuel Sportsbook, of course, has all your favorite bets and so many ways you can bet these wildcard games and the division games thereafter and conference title, all of it, including the money line, point spreads, and player props. Plus, you can also combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. 
Look at the games, look at the options, and lock in on what you want with FanDuel Sportsbook, which has an awesome app. Easy to sign up for, easy to navigate from game to game, league to league, to lock in with FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP. Plus, you can turn a $5 bet into $150 in free bets, win or lose, when you sign up using promo code HAMMER to make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.